Blog Talk Radio. Thank you 
Um, I've asked Leslie if she would agree to sign a photo for one of our lucky listeners. So the first person that calls the show at 646-668-2433 will get an autographed picture of your choice from Leslie. Now, as you know, Leslie doubled Bolana Taurus on Star Trek Voyager. She's been on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She's been on Nightmare on Elm Street. No running in the hallway. <laughs> Although, I don't say as well as Leslie. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, uh, Leslie has several different photos to choose from, and she can sign anything on the photo that you like. It's kind of our way of saying thank you to you guys, the fans. So if you uh, want to give us a call and win an autographed photo of Leslie from one of her various roles, the phone number here is 646. 646- Six six eight two four three three, and the first caller to call, and actually you can talk to Leslie in person if you call tonight, and uh, you can tell Leslie exactly what you want her to sign on your photo and what photo you want. So the number here is six four six 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 eight two four three three. Give us a call; we'll get you on the air with the Leslie Hoffman. So, Leslie, did you get a chance to watch? Star Trek Discovery, Terra Firma, Part 2. Yeah, yes, I did. And it was kind of interesting because you and I had a discussion after Part 1 where where you said Carl is the guardian of forever, and I answered you back that I thought the door was the rock in City on the Edge of Forever. And sure enough, in Part 2... Um, it was like a, a, a split. He was the guardian. Oh. Carl was the guardian of, uh, of forever, but the door did turn into the rock on City on the Edge of Forever. So, so between the two of us, we guessed. Yes. They're downstairs. They're downstairs. Several hours. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna cut the wall out. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna end up cutting the wall out. Boxer toy 
Okay, I'm back, guys. You still with me? Oh yeah. <laughs> As I said, <laughs> we we will we will well we will be quiet. <laughs> We had an emergency here at work, and I'm currently at work, and I had to talk to the contractor. But anyway, we we did talk about that, Leslie. We did talk about the Guardian. Yeah, so so it was interesting because a lot of people were guessing that Carl was Q, but but you and I felt that that this was more. Like you say, the 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 time traveler jumping back in history, and <laughs> it was and a good what, episode. What did, think, but, uh, what did you think, Leslie, about them giving the Guardian a um, a physical form and a personality? Did that bother you? <laughs> well, I. I forget if I said anything on last week, but I know I I texted to you. Is what really threw me was he was sitting in an Adirondack chair. I mean, very distinct chair, for, 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 and named for our area. Um, no, it it was it was in well, obviously. I guess they couldn't have a door. I mean, back in the 60s, to have a rock speak to you, I guess, was acceptable. But I guess it would have been kind of weird to have a door speak to you. So so, so Carl, as, as a, a human form person, was totally acceptable. And uh, they named him Carl after the great Carl Sagan, which I thought was a good homage. Yeah, yeah. Billions and billions of stars. <laughs> so, Leslie, well, what do you think was happened? it millions? I don't remember, but I remember that he what had lines. You know, that, that, that's what he's famous for. Where do you think he sent Giorgio? Well, that's what I'm. That's the okay, now we're splitting hairs because, I mean, technically speaking. Um, she's going to be doing Section 31. So when you say, where are they sending her? Um, I mean, I don't know if you're asking for a time period in Section 31 or or exactly, you know, um, really what that – I mean, I feel I feel it's – Pre-everything. Uh, I mean, maybe it's even before the the this universe, Giorgio, was killed. I mean, we'll, we'll have yeah. to see. We just don't know. But, but uh, what we do know is a lot of fans are, are, are um, upset that she's leaving. But we always knew that Section 31, they said it right from the first episode of Discovery, that Section 31 would not happen until the end of season three. So we knew they had to get Giorgio um, back somehow. So, um, you know, at when, that's the question. But we don't don't know that. Um, So, but Leslie, we have a caller on the line. Isn't that exciting? Oh, okay. So let's see who we got on the line here. If I can get my computer from work here to answer the phone. Hey, good evening. Thank you for calling Stunt Treks. What's your name and where are you calling us from tonight? Hello? 
Hello? Yes. Hello? Hello? Hey, thanks for calling. No problem. So what's your name? Summer Cranker. And where are you calling us from? Saranac Lake. Saranac Lake? Uh-oh. <laughs> Leslie, <laughs> somebody calling from all the way in Saranac Lake? Hard to believe. Gee, that sounds, sounds familiar. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> are are you excited about getting a photo? Yes. So what? What? What would you like Leslie to sign on your picture? Do you want a picture of her from Nightmare on Elm Street or Star Trek? Star Trek. Star Trek. Good choice. Good choice. Well, you know what you need to do? Um, did you have a question for Leslie? You want to ask Leslie a question while we got you on the line? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't fight, I promise. <laughs> Leslie, you don't fight, do you? Leslie doesn't uh, fight. How long did you make so what you what you need to do is um do you have access to Facebook? Yes. Okay, go over to the Leslie Hoffman Appreciation Organization Facebook page and drop us a message there and let us know your mailing address and what you want Leslie to sign on your photo for you. And uh, Leslie will check that out, and she'll sign your photo, and uh, maybe she'll hand over it since you live right there in Saranac Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, how big can Saranac Lake be, right, Leslie? Yes. (laughs) Hey, I have my own fan club. (laughs) My own local fan club. Local fan How club. long did it take you to put your makeup on? Uh, to be Torres, it took about an hour and a half, but it took about 45 minutes to get the makeup off. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's so I was in uh, the chair for like two and a half hours, you know, an hour and a half the beginning of the day and 45 minutes the end of the day. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then uh well what was so funny is that by the time they put the makeup on, you would sit around for hours and I might do the stunt towards the end of the day and maybe that would take 10 minutes, 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, all that work to put the makeup on for about uh filming well, when I say 10 or 15 minutes on the camera, the the stunt itself is only, you know, a few seconds long, usually. <laughs> so it's a lot of work to get just seconds of film. Yeah. Uh, Leslie, who is your favorite, who is your favorite girl to work with on Star Trek Voyager? 
Whoa. Well, why say, oh, oh, Voyager, oh, you ruined it for me. <laughs> if you had said DS9, I would have said Gold Account, Mark Alamo. Um, Voyager, hmm. Um, boy, that that's a... <laughs> Believe it or not, that's that's a hard one to guess. It was, um, oh boy, I'm just trying to run through my head. It it it's like all all the Roberts mixed together was was such fun working with them. Robert Picardo, um, uh oh, <laughs> you're gonna have to, uh, Robert, um, uh. uh Duncan he had McNeil. three names. Um, yeah, Robert Duncan McNeil. Robert, Robert Duncan Elton. McNeil, and then uh, Chicote. That's the other Robert. Lots of Roberts. Lots of Roberts. Yeah, Robert. I mean they they uh, those three. <laughs> They were always well. I I take that back. I mean, and 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 Garrett Garrett Wang was that. You know, they were always kidding around. So so it was fun working with 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 all the men. Um, I don't know. It's sort of like Clue. It's it, it, it's really funny. The the actors seem to be more relaxed on the set, or or has. I hate to say has less of an ego. I mean, it's just fun working on the set. While I feel actresses tend to be um, more protective of of their position, and therefore they don't necessarily talk to you that much. Now, Leslie, did you ever did you ever um, work directly with Roxanne Biggs Dawson when you were doubling or doing stunts for as Bellana Torres, or was she never on set when you were were doing scenes for her character? Well, again, she was she was on the set, but um, she was on the set. Uh, I mean, she wasn't mean to me, but but she sure wasn't talkative to me. Um, I mean, I feel like uh, Doris Roberts on Remington Steel was probably the most talkative actress that I doubled. I mean, she enjoyed sitting there and and talking to me about different things. But but sometimes you get actresses that uh, you know they like I say they're they're they just don't want to talk to you, and I respect their privacy. And uh, before we have to take our first commercial break, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Bellana Torres's hair? I know there's a story about that. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, uh, is that I got the hand-me-down wigs, and I mean, these were real human hair wigs. They were about uh, um, four or five, six thousand dollar wigs. I, I mean, I can't believe that's how much a wig costs. But then again, um, boy, when when you buy things for the movie industry, uh, people jack up the price. 
but so I'd be wearing like a five six thousand dollar wig from the previous year, but that you know they had it for me. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. So listen, yeah. make sure make sure that you head over. Did you get that uh, Facebook page, the Leslie Hoffman Appreciation Organization Facebook page? Did you get that okay? Yes. So just head on over there and shoot Leslie a little message and let her know that you talked to us on the show and uh, let her know that you want a Star Trek picture and and what you would like her to sign on it, you know, and uh, she'll take care of that for you and get that right out to you. And since you happen to live in Saranac Lake, um, I'm sure it won't take too long to get there because, you know, Leslie's in Saranac Lake as well. All right, Leslie? (laughs) You know, and uh, she'll get that right out to you. So, do you do you listen to the do you listen to our podcast a lot or is this the first time? First time. First time? Cool. Yep. We love we love first time listeners. You can tell you're blonde at home. Yeah, I was Moana for Halloween. Wow. Leslie, what do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> a lot? Yeah, not uh, that, that, wow. that, I'm not sure how to answer. It it's it was a it was a treat for her mother. Well, that's cool. So make sure that you uh, get that information out to Leslie so that she can get your autograph picture out in the mail to you as soon as possible. All right. Okay. Thank you. And thank you very much for calling and, and trying to have a very good night. And stay warm, warm and dry up there. I know you guys don't have as much snow as we have here, but still, try to stay warm and try to stay safe. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much for calling. And thank you for listening and have a great night. Bye. Bye-bye. So, Leslie, you got some fans up in Saranac Lake. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, You know, I have people here who know that that I was in the industry, but <laughs> I didn't realize I had uh, Star Trek fans. Yeah, that's, I think that's really, really cool. We had another, we had another caller on the line, but when I answered, when I answered this call, that person hung up. So if you're still listening to the show, that other person that, um, that called from the area code 518. Um, give us a call back. We'd love to talk to you. And uh, maybe if Leslie's uh, in a giving mood, you yeah, know. I'm, I'm willing to give them a, a, an autograph picture too. Yeah, so please give us a call back. Um, and uh, Leslie, Leslie is very, very, very giving, especially around Christmas. And we love our fans. We couldn't do the show without you guys. So please give us a call back, and Leslie will be more than happy to get a picture out to you as well. The phone number here is 646-668-2433. For our listeners at Odyssey Radio, we have to take our first commercial break, well, our only commercial break of the night. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about female rivals on Star Trek, and we've got some good ones on the list. And uh, Admiral Ken's going to be joining that conversation 
with us as well. So run, don't walk to the bathroom, and hurry on back. And whatever you do, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Stunt Trek right after this very important message. Trek Talking, all things Star Trek and beyond. Thursday night, 7.30 to 9.30, all hailing frequencies are open. iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, and wherever fine podcasts are found. Trek Talking, boldly going wherever your mind is willing to go. And we're back, Stunt Tracks, with yours truly, Uncle Jim, and the one and only, Leslie Hoffman. Leslie just gave away one autographed picture to a fan up in Saranac Lake. And if you'd like to get an autographed picture from Leslie, please give us a call. And the phone number here is 646-668-2433. I had another caller on the line, but uh, the caller hung up, so please give us a call back, and Leslie will take care of everything for you. So, Leslie, we're going to be talking about female rivals and um i have a huge poster hanging on my wall a movie poster for star trek six signed by george says to jim some of my best friends are klingons ken you remember when i had him sign that for me by chance because you were you were there probably was but it was one of those things where uh i mean i don't i don't recall you like like showing everybody I mean, you might have gotten it signed, but, uh, you know, that, that wasn't one that I think you kind of paraded around a little. Maybe you did. I don't know. It's, 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 dude, it's been 30 years uh, or so. So, yeah. It's, or 20 you remember years. When yeah, they had the, uh, remember when they had the sit long and prosper and they had the Star Trek movie marathon at the, um, the movie theater up um, on Troy Schenectady Road in Latham? Oh yeah, matter of fact, I still yeah, matter of fact, I still have the ticket for that. Yes, that's where I had him sign it. Okay, that's how long yeah, George, yeah, George. Oh God, George, George is a dear. I mean, I, I still, you know, I mean, I, I'd pay five grand to have a dinner with him. He was of course, definitely his price awesome. probably higher now, but you know. And the reason why I bring that up is because we're talking about female villains. And one of the, I think one of the, the, the most memorable or one of the best ones that comes to my mind is Lieutenant Falris from Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Yes. He just popped right in. <laughs> Kim Cattrall played her in the movie. Yes, who also, and, uh, let me see, who also was in the movie The Mannequin. Uh, or Mannequin, rather, not The Mannequin. Uh and she played Lassie in the Porky's movie, too. And she was in, oh, God, uh, a TV show. The, the name just flew right out of my head. Uh, she was in yeah. Police Academy. And she was also yeah. in Big Trouble in Little China with Kurt Russell. Yeah. She's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> so that was one of the, one of the female arrivals that popped in my head right off the top. How about you, Leslie? Who who popped in your mind? Uh, well, okay, go, going going back to the original series, uh, I think the well again, uh, I hate using word villains because 
in some cases, I think they were, well, as you said, we're, we're calling them rivals as opposed to villains. I think the worst one was Janice Luster in Turnabout Intruder, but, but she sort of had a reason. Uh, in the 1960s, just like they wouldn't let uh, Major Barrett be uh, number two, uh, in Turnabout Intruder, they said that women really couldn't be commanders of uh, starships. So Janice kind of went crazy. She found this machine that she was able to change places or however you want to, you know, her her thought, her brain went into Kirk, and Kirk became Janice Luster. You know, so I, I think that's the most aggressive rival from the original series. Um I mean, in Cat's Paw, Sylvia, who kept turning into, or was was one of the two black cats in TOS. The other one was, um, what was it, All Our Yesterdays, or Isis. I keep wanting to say Gary Seven. Yeah. Uh, but, yep, but you know, Sylvia wanted, like, ultimate power, or she wanted power over everybody, which was also interesting because Cat's Paw came out pretty much around Halloween. So so I think that's about the only episode that seemed to have a theme for that time of year. Um, uh, special message, uh, mentions are uh, Larissa, well, I say these people were rivals, but they weren't evil. Larissa, and that's which survives. Um, the one that would touch people and like all their cells would burst. She was protecting the planet, and that's you know. So I don't make her a villain. Um, uh, cop. I'm not sure if you say Kara or Kara in Spock's brain. I mean, when when she didn't have the teacher filling her head with knowledge, I mean, she was running the planet below the earth. So, again, you know, they were protecting the planet. Um, the only other person that I came up with the original series was um, Alana. Again, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, of Troyes. She didn't really, at the beginning of the episode, she really didn't want to be a bride or just this thing that you bargained away for peace treaty. So she was pretty nasty. But but again, I mean, she had her own pride. Um, uh, Next Generation, you had the Duras sisters. I mean, again, were they really bad or were they protecting the house of Duras? Well, the House of Duras is pretty crooked. Well, I, <laughs> I thought I thought several of the houses weren't exactly uh, the nice <laughs> nicest group of people. I mean, other than other than uh, Worf's house, um, that one that one seemed like he man. got. I protest! <laughs> I am not a merry man. He's not a merry man. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wasn't so merry. Um, that could be. In the episode, uh, The Devil's Do, Ardra, 
Now, she was a con artist. Now, you might go ahead and put that in in a villain or a uh, nasty rival person. I mean, you know, she she's conning a whole planet that she's the devil and and she's come back after a thousand years to get the profits of of the thousand years of of what should I say, the progress of the planet and and um I guess you would call it the wealth, whether it's uh food or whatever. You know, again, she was a con artist. Um I'm kinda of going through this fast and, <laughs> and actually I'm doing this a lot faster. Um Deep Space Nine. Uh, I definitely feel Kai win. Um yeah. I don't know. She wanted she wanted power uh religiously. I don't know if she wanted power politically or if the two go together. What do you think of Bajor? I I, I think she was just just a, a nasty, selfish character. She only cared about herself. I mean I think she's definitely a villain. Because she wasn't acting in the religious uh, benefit of Bajor. She wasn't acting out of the benefit of the people. She was acting out of out of her own selfish gains, I think. <laughs> you think she was the Jim Jones of Bajor? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking um, <laughs> before we left, uh, TNG. I was thinking of another one that popped in my head, a character played by Denise Crosby, a Romulan named Fila. Right, right. Um, hmm. Yeah, I could agree. I mean, again, uh, you know, it's... Uh, uh, Why? Well, I, 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 in a way, I hate to use this as an example because uh, Native Americans, Indians were here first in the United States, and and the white men obliterated them. Now, okay, so are Indians bad guys or are white guys uh, or or the Europeans are they bad guys? Well, I think in Star Trek, that's so far in the future that I don't think any of that uh, stuff really applies. In the future anymore But in the context Where it was written It probably would Yeah I mean it's um, It's like I don't I don't know if she even had a name The Romulan commander In in the uh, Original series That uh, thought she was Seducing Spock And Spock was using her And Kirk is stealing Kirk is being crazy But, he end, but the whole point was He was stealing um, The cloaking device Yes, that that was an that was an excellent the Enterprise incident season three of TOS. She was an I loved her character. She was awesome. Yeah. So um, you know, again, is that uh, the Romulans owned the cloaking device? The Federation thought that that was a bad idea. So 
<laughs> so they steal the they steal the cloaking device. So you know, it's like I guess both sides could could technically have an argument on who's the bad guy. Um, well, you know, uh, well then you have the Borg Queen and Voyager. I mean, she just wants to assimilate everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. <laughs> but that's what I it's uh they did an episode and I can't think of the name and I think it's a Voyager episode and and I don't know if it was just called The Scorpion or you know, and it's based on the tale that uh I don't remember what animal the scorpion asked to uh, take it across the river and and the animal says but if i take you across the river you're going to sting me and i'm going to die and the scorpion says i'm not going to do that i promise i'm not going to do that and uh the end of the tale is is that they get about halfway across the river and the scorpion stings whatever animal it was and it and the scorpion, you know, the the animal says, "Why did you do this?" And the scorpion says, "That's what a scorpion does." Yeah, and they both died. Yeah, they both ended up. But but that's what I'm saying is, is that a lot of these, I'll call it races. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, no, it's not nice to have a group of people. Uh, go out across the universe to take over other planets. I mean, it'd be nice if people would just leave other people alone. But um, I don't know. Uh, the episodes where someone is defending their territory, is is that really wrong for them to defend their territory? I mean, if they've well, taken you it. Talking, you were talking about Romulans. And you were talking about Borg, and that made me made a character from Star Trek Picard pop in my head, and that was Narissa, the Romulan spy that was working at Starfleet, who was trying to wipe out all the androids, and uh, she was kind of a bad guy, you know, depending yeah. on how you look at it. Yeah, so, I mean, these have all been rivals. Um, we actually didn't get to to discuss uh, the last episode of of Discovery, but uh, just uh, Discovery. Um, you know, I mean, is Giorgio good? The the mirror Giorgio is she good or is she just the Empress of? Of uh, what she rules. I mean, if again, if she's if she's taking away other planets, if she's blowing up other planets and things like that, that's not so good. But but if she's ruling her own empire, is she really bad? I don't know. It's one of these really na- strange questions to ask. 
I think and then other than um, I hope I'm saying this all uh, right is Osira, which which we seem to have lost that storyline at the moment, and they're running out of episodes for this season. <laughs> I I saw this on a web page is that uh, they called her the Wicked Witch of the West Quadrant. Which is which is one of the first things I said is she looked like the Wicked Witch, and then I think yeah, she I, came I, back and said the Emerald Chain and. <laughs> I posted that on the uh, on the Facebook page for you of of her as the Wicked Witch. But 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 I never saw the this whole saying the Wicked Witch of the West Quadrant. <laughs> But you know, I think, I think it all depends on, as, as Obi Wan Kenobi said in Star Wars, it all depends on a certain point of view. Well, is what determines that, right? You know, right. I mean, but, I hate to go back, or I, or I have to go back in our history. Is that I mean. Hitler wanted to wipe out countries and did. I mean, and he wanted to wipe out certain people. He didn't like gypsies, uh, um, Latvia, uh, Jews. I mean, uh, um, people that were. Um, <laughs> the only word I can think is coming in my head is defective. But if you know, if if they weren't. A hundred percent. Well, he just wanted to kill them all off, and and yep. that's that's going over the line, you know. Um, it'd be nice if people could live in peace, and and you're always going to have a Genghis Khan and Napoleon. <laughs> or, or I'm doing a, a original Star Trek where they say, <laughs> you know, Hitler, Genghis Khan, Napoleon, uh, Khan. <laughs> You're supposed to give well, some some names so that you recognize, and then and then you add in a couple of so and so of uh, whatever of Mars. <laughs> well. You know, I mean, I guess I there's always going to be good and bad. I guess, unfortunately, in this world, there there are people that are going to want or take more. Well, which, I think Star which Trek, I wish they. It'd be nice if they go away. <laughs> I think Star Trek is rich. The history of Star Trek, the 54 years of Star Trek. I think Star Trek is rich with with powerful female characters, be they villains or, or friends or foes. Would you agree with that, Leslie? Um, I think the sixties kind of, like I say, I think the sixties was, was a little less, or it just wasn't common that a woman really could be in power. But but I think by the time we got to next generation and definitely have gone up to to, to today, um, it's acceptable that, that women can be um, powerful. Yeah, they definitely have had some very good 
uh, female characters, uh, be they good guys, bad guys, in-between guys, on Star Trek through the years. Uh, way too many to, to list out and talk about all here, but there's been a lot of them. Many, many. Yeah. What about the female Q, played by Susie Plaxton? Where would you put her on the list? You know, I purposely excluded her from the list because uh, we talked a little bit about her last week. Is that um, she? She was what started Susie or Q, the female Q, was that John Delancey, the male Q. Uh, decided that he wanted children, and he decided he wanted children with Janeway, and she was, she was jealous. I mean, I, she didn't kill anybody, but, but, well, I still say Susie, Susie could have her own show. I, I don't care what character she plays. She is such a, um... Well, she's older now, but uh, I, I've always found her characters very powerful. Yeah, she she plays some great characters, absolutely. Yeah. She's, she's really, really a good actress. She is. I, I mean, when they when they killed her off in the second episode that she was in 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 next generation i uh, i'll say i i i cried it just i just felt that that she took over both episodes i mean it wasn't it wasn't an episode about wharf it wasn't an episode about the enterprise to me both episodes ended up being about about Susie. I mean, that's just how. Um, in in fact, I'll, I'll I'm talking about actors and actresses now. Is that that's just how powerful Mark Alamo is? You know, when he's being Goldicott. I mean, it, he can just do amazing things with the character. Now, where would you put? Where would you put the Ferengi on your list? Um, how about Boogie from Deep Space Nine? Quark and Ron's mother. <laughs> she married Grand Nagus Zek on Deep Space Nine. Oh. Um... That was an interesting character because they supposedly established that uh, um, Ferengi women should be naked and and not heard and all that and and again she was she was a she was a powerhouse but uh, or or she was bulking the system. Yeah, I wouldn't say she was a, a bad guy. She was just changing the way things were. She was challenging yeah. the system. Yeah, she was able. 
sometimes when when women aren't allowed uh to have their own voice they they kind of use the man <laughs> to get their way yeah and and that's what she did. She married the Grand Nagus, he retired, and then Rom became the Grand Nagus, and we don't know what happened to the Ferengi Empire after those changes because we we haven't gone back and revisited them yet yeah no and and I feel Rom uh again now we're talking about something that hasn't been written about unless it has been written in a book is that I'm sure she was able to get Rom to make changes oh I'm I'm sure of it and of course he married Rom married Lita so Lita became the Mrs. Nagus right and that was a strong female character right but so got, but in a very a, a very strange way. I mean, you know, she started off as a Dabo girl, which which really should have no say at all, and and then she marries Rom, and 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 um, I don't know if she had a powerful voice, but she had a changing effect on on Rom, and and. I guess Quark had to live with it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Leslie, have you looked at your clock? I know we're almost done, and and before we really run out of time, is that I was hoping the second caller was going to call back because now I'm very curious who the second caller might have been. But but um, definitely come Thursday. Uh, I I am more than willing to to give uh, a picture to the first caller on Thursday. Yeah, we we will do we will give another picture away on Trek Talking on Thursday night um, from seven thirty to nine thirty. We'll be talking, of course, about Terra Firma Part Two in great length and detail, as well as the return of Luke Skywalker and what happened to Baby Yoda on the Mandalorian season finale. So you guys definitely want to tune in for that on Thursday night. And the first caller, of course, 646-668-2433, can get themselves an autographed picture of the one and only Leslie Hoffman. So that'll be pretty cool. And also, please head over to the Leslie Hoffman Appreciation Organization Facebook page. And if you have an idea for a show or something you'd like to hear me and Leslie talk about, or if you just want to say hello, that's the place to do it. Um, Leslie's always checking the page, and she'd love to hear from you. That's the Facebook page, Leslie Hoffman Appreciation Organization. So check that out as well. And, Leslie, we're just about out of time. Where does it go? I I don't know. It seems to fly by even faster now, and... And let's see, uh, next week we'll be past Christmas. It'll be December 27th. It'll be the last right. show of the year. That's right. It'll be our final show of the year. And, uh, yeah, by the way, Trek Talking will not be on Thursday night because that's Christmas Eve. So Trek Talking will actually be on Saturday. I should have said that earlier. Oh. Uh, 
Yes. Our next show is not actually Thursday. It's going to be Saturday the 26th at 11 a.m. So I'll be on, I'll be doing Trek Talking Saturday morning at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then, of course, I'll be back with Leslie on Sunday at our usual time, which is 7 p.m., because we have Christmas in there. So there will be no show on Thursday night. It'll be Saturday morning at 11 a.m. So mark your calendars. And uh, I just want to say thank you to Ken for hanging out with us tonight. And, uh, uh, you know, thank you for our all of our callers and our listeners. And our lucky listeners won an autographed picture from Leslie. And uh, that pretty much wraps up the show. So thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight, Leslie, and making the show possible. Always a pleasure. And and And, hopefully I'll uh, have a well puppy next week. Uh, (laughs) Let's hope so. My my daughter (laughs) has surgery on her leg, too, so hopefully we can get that done so she can walk again. And uh, everybody, you need to stay safe. And be good to each other. Have the happiest and safest of holidays. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I'm your Uncle Jim signing off. Hailing frequencies are closed. Good night, everybody. Night. Let's see what's out there. Engage. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.